labelling the good things around Australia. Our experts analyse the weekend's major meetings. Get set on Radio Tab. Yeah, thanks to the Gold Coast Turf Club for hosting us here in the Tab Emporium. Just wandering around track work this morning. Uh, a lady I'm going to interview next week, a fascinating lady and her and her husband. And they've had some wonderful horses. I speak of Paula and Don Barron. They've got that filly unbeaten out Wade and they've been churning out winner after winner after winner. And, of course, Paula, when she was known as Paula Groves... Um, she trained a Goodwood winner for Ken Russell called Crush in 1991. They've been involved with some sensational horses, uh, Paula and Don uh, Barron. So it was great to catch up with them this morning. Let's have a look at Ballarat. David Gately, good morning. Thanks, Steve. Yes, Ballarat Cup Day, of course, and a uh, big 10 race card. And decent to Magic Means lead up race seven. Here's a three and four year old uh, Magic Means Classic, 1100. Um, I've gone with Zabilis on top. Look, it was, a, it was a strong maiden win, bolted in, in fact, and and came from back and wide, rushed late. Um, there is, look, she's run a quality last 600 figure. Both those runs, I just thought in a competitive race, might be over the odds here. Vagrant resumes, clear second and, and good in our recent jump out. It was terrific fresh last time in a Geelong against the track pattern that day. A little deep swan, two of three, has a really nice future and... Um, has trialled well in between the last win and this race. And Spicy Margs, another one who's trialled well, uh, nine, seven, eight, twelve. I'm going to throw in three Baroque Road and another one who resumes trialled well. So we'll go to those numbers again, nine, seven, eight, twelve, and three, first league. The Ballarat Cup is the second league, and Young Verda brings in the A1 form. He just ran well in a group one away for age race. Uh, he beat home the likes of Zaki. He's kept fresh, which seems to suit him, and he's back and notching great. He's got to carry the weight, of course. Foxy Cleopatra, excellent return, running fabulous uh, closing splits, and then just pipped in the Cranbourne Cup. Uh, did beat last week's winner, Just Folk, and, of course, key rival today. She's ready to win. Captain Envious was terrific at Corford against the pattern. Ain't no deal done, can win if it's dry. It's a risk if it's wet. And Fajita Sam, uh, blinkers on one well last time, one eight ten four thirteen. Race 9 to Benchmark 100, and Sebenak has been unlucky. Uh, badly held up his last two. But he draws out this time and gets Jamie Carr, so maybe he could finally find some clear running. Uh, but D-Day is well and truly here. Taunting Leaden won the Apache Cat well. Zach DeBoss hasn't had much luck of late either, and uh, just needs another win, that horse. And Mega Mia's tried well, so not an easy race. 11 3 7, 6 for the Quaddy. The last, I think it's a good race for atmosphere. He split some informed horses um, at, uh, at last start in, in Sydney. And uh, he gets to, that was at 1,400. From gate one, he can lead or take the trail if the pattern's there. Uh, like the form around Hawaii 5 and Co. I think he's well-placed. Meridius, luckless and good fresh, and then picked a tough day to swoop at Caulfield. Did run on well. Lafargue had a fair task last time. Go back two runs and he easily beat uh, Meridius. And Rogue Rocker uh, and Pesquero, they're in the mix in another wide race. 12, 6, 10, 18 and 2. So no skinny legs in the quaddy. Hopefully uh, we can get a decent, uh, uh, sorry, lower percentage, but a decent dividend. Our best at Ballarat, race one number five is Sunset. Dreaming back to 1,400 blinkers on, back in grade. Um, one I'm most confident on. So race one, number five, Sunset Dreaming, our best. Our value, race seven, number nine, the B-list. Uh, we've touched on, on that horse. Best in Sydney, race four, number eight, 
uh, Terra Mata is a pretty handy mare and um, yet to run a bad race. It might be uh, her, a good springboard race for that horse. Race four, number eight at Ramwick Terra Mata, our best up there. Thanks, mate. Thanks, David. So at Ramwick, it's 4-8 Terra Mata, his best in Victoria at Ballarat. Race 1-5, Sunset Dreaming. That's 1-5. And the value, 7-9, Zabilist. So repeating Victoria, 7-9, 1-5, the best in Sydney at Ramwick. It's 4-8 Terra Mata. Just the quadrilla legs at Ballarat. First leg, race 7. His numbers are 9, 7, 8, 12, 3. So 9, 7, 8, 12, 3. Race 8, it's 1, 8, 10, 4, 13. So 1, 8, 10, 4, 13. Race 9, 11 from 3, 7, 6. 11, 3, 7, 6. And race 10, it's 12, 6, 10, 18 and 2. 12, 6, 10, 18 and 2. David Gailey, Michael Maxworthy is with us. How are you, Mike? Good, thank you, Steve. Start of a big weekend for us here in, in Brisbane uh, with Doombin on today and then back to Eagle Farm tomorrow. We haven't raced there since Melbourne Cup Day. I think that was about 32 days ago. So Eagle Farm was had a freshen up. This used to be the uh, the state of origin for the jockeys weekend. Remember over the two days? I think it may have included the sunny coast on Sunday as well. I went into an op shop a couple of weeks ago on the Gold Coast because that's Wendy's thing. And I went in, looked around, and there was an origin jockeys cap from about 10 years ago for a dollar. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, oh, yeah, back to Black Caviar. Yeah. We're talking about short odds was a dollar ten to a dollar fourteen when uh, she won the BDC Cup all those years ago. But anyway, we'll yeah. go, wait to see Spywire in another day. Mm, yeah, um, we got that report this morning, so it's nothing serious. But this was a gimme. He, he would have won it by a hundred yards, Spywire. So hopefully, we can get him back on track pretty quickly. Michael, start with your specials, please. We are going to start with Wagle Tiger in race five, number three, and has been heavily backed, as Nicole just reported, into odds on. He's had a bit of a freshen up, I think on purpose, because Kelly wants to have him spot on on Magic Millions Day in the Guineas there on the 13th of January. So that's about five weeks away. And gee, way he beat three-year-old opposition this track and distance back on the 4th of November, he should be able to win again. That day, Spicy Legend had led. He was given a charmed run by C.J. Graham from the good gate, but he put five lengths on them in an instant. Um, he's got the good barrier to position similarly tomorrow, a kilo and a half off, so it certainly looks his race. By the way, Golden Decade, who w- would be one of the chances here, will probably go to Sydney, I would think. I think he's drawn a bit better there. But I think 5-3, Wagle Tiger is the... Well, the second of the good things, I think we can get the cash in the first seed with Carita. We've been on him, one of these middle-distance uh, horses, developing into a very nice stay for Chris Lotter. He should win again. So 1-4, Carita. And then we'll put it all up, 5-3, Wagle Tiger. Well, Carita is $1.85. That's race one, number four. And Wagle Tiger, Wagle Tiger, race five at the moment. Number three is $1.80. And that's officially scratched, by the way, in that race, Michael. The horse you mentioned, Golden uh, okay. Decades, come out now. Uh, uh, that'll be the reason that he's firmed up into odds on. Yeah. Okay. All right, then we get, we're going to race five. Um, uh, rather, uh, race number eight on the card. I thought we'd have a stab at this, the Star Gateway and... It's a, it's a big field. I think the biggest field we've had in the gateway, I think there's only been about four running so far. But, of course, we had the announcement of that big prize um, included 
the winner not only wins the, the bulk of the purse here tomorrow, obviously, but gets a ticket into the Stradbroke handicap and the Stradbroke slot as well uh, for them to decide whatever they want to do with it. And I just felt that this race, it's basically a lot of horses having a throw at the stumps because of the prize that's on offer. Um, the distance doesn't look right for some of these. So there are a few ifs and buts. There's a couple of horses up from Sydney. Not sure how they're going. So I'm going to take the putt on this $10 job in standing order number three. Now, he's got to run the 1,400. He won easily doomed in 1,350, but this is a big field and there's likely to be a bit more pressure on him, probably earlier than what would normally be. Um, but I still think he, he leads comfortably. But if they do happen to leave him alone like they sometimes do over 1,400 at Eagle Farm. I think he'll give a really good kick, and we're going to get $10 to find out whether he runs a strong 1,400. Look, his, his three runs back have been good. They've been easy kills. He's set up shop in front. They haven't gone near him. The days that he did have to do a bit of work caught wide, he was still good in running second. So I think he's in a great spot at the moment, and he rolls along in front. So in the gateway, race eight, number three, standing order. 8-3 standing order. So, so far we've got 1-4, Corita 5-3, a Weagle Tiger, and this one here as well, uh, race 8, number 3. Is that it, or is it one of the last couple? Well, race number 9, I'm really keen on Hell of a Barty here. Number 17, a bit of a forgive for not winning last start, but I, I felt that he had a lot of excuses there at the sunny coast. In the standing order, um, the, the way the race was run, nothing could have beaten him that day. And this guy did next best when he was in the breeze. This time, he's third up. Huxtable will ride him back on the fence, smothered up. And he's at best uh, in that situation when smothered up, getting clear late. He's got a nice turn of acceleration. So we'll go with him as well, Mine 17. Hell of a body. So one, four, five, three, race eight, three, and race nine, number 17. And we'll hear you in the yep. morning with your full thoughts with David. Okay, we'll see you then. Bye-bye. Thanks, Michael. Michael Maxworthy there. And, of course, Ben Dorries has done a story on RaceNet, which is really interesting as well, regarding the Magic Minions Guineas winner. Of course, the Magic Minions in a few weeks' time uh, will then be have a ticket into the All-Star Mile. Uh, so that's terrific, isn't it? So the Gold Coast yeah, um, race can, can reveal that next month's Magic Minions Guineas will be a win and you're in race for the revamped All-Star Mile, which will be staged at Caulfield in 2024 in the March. So there you go, even more incentive to try and win that Magic Minions Guineas. Let's have a look at the Sydney program. It's the Ingham or the Villiers. Nick Birdie, good morning to you, Nick. Good morning, Steve. How are you today? Good, thank you. I know time's on the wing, so fire off with your specials for Ingham Day. Yeah, I'm going to go with the best bet will be race four, number eight, Terra Marta. Look, I know she's about six to four now, but I think she's a really good bet. I can I can mark her quite short here there tomorrow. Um, her first up win was really strong. She just won dominant. She did it in a lot of style. Yes, she had every chance facing the breeze in a moderate tempo, but I just really liked when Nashville really just clicked her up. She just immediately responded and just showed that key asset of acceleration, and then he actually just eased her down prior to the line. That was a career peak figure, so... I think this prep will be the making of her. She's a consistent type, and she just profiles really well for a race like this in, in a midway handicap. And it is worth noting that she's never missed a place in her whole career, so it's consistent as ever, uh, Terramata. So I'm going to make her the best on the day. That is race four eight with an asterisk next to its name. John Thompson's horse here in race number eight. Yeah, race eight number ten with your blessing. I'm going to make I marked it favourite. I just think it's. Uh, proven at the 1200 where we've got a little bit of a question mark on a couple here it's rock hard fit the blinkers went on there last start 
did it on both ends, ran very fast time, highest rating race on the day, just um, went at a nice genuine tempo, sprinted off that and went for the line full of energy. So I think he can really hold that form now. I think it's very well weighted in a race like this. And as I said before, just a few queries over a few of these at the 1,200 can mark him clear favourite. And there's one we should be throwing to exotics in the last, uh, number 12. Yeah, I've had something um, on Dalalat in the last. Um, it's still a really good price. And its last start, it just had the lead at a, a fast pace. It sprinted and it tried really hard in defeat there and beat the rest easy in a, a race that I thought went really well against the day. Don't be concerned about the break between runs. That's actually his profile, where he produces his best efforts. Tim Clark on, perfect draw, last race on the day. I think he's around $14, $15 last time I checked. So I think we can finish the day, hopefully, with a, a nice double figures winner. Thanks for joining us, Nick. Thanks, Steve. Talk in the morning. Cheers. Nick Burney, Racing New South Wales, 4-8 Terramata. That's the one he's particularly keen on. Put an asterisk next to its name, 4-8 for Jared Austin. Race 8, number 10, with your blessing. And this one in the final race at big odds, 10-12, Dullalart. So race 10, number 12. So just repeating, 4-8, 8-10. And 10-12 is the value. Lloyd Kennewell, of course, he's had plenty of success here at the coast. of Vidora comes to mind, of course, and he's in partnership with Lucy Yeomans. And Ben Scat likes Lloyd and Lucy's horse in the first at Morpherville. Good morning, Ben. Yeah, good day, Steve. How are you going? Good. And Wolfgang? Yeah, look, um, I'm happy to roll the dice with him. Remember, he, I'm sure you remember, he went into this race to Maribyrn on trial stakes um, back in October with a pretty big rap on him. Um, he jumped out really well. James McDonald was on board. And I, look, he got a little bit lost, I think, down the straight when, when we look back at it. Um, he was right there and just fade a little bit late, but he's obviously a horse with very significant potential. Um, this is a very, very significant drop in class. Um, look, I, I think the Rich and Chantel Jolly first starter, Dancing Storm, there'll be plenty who fancy him. He um, he tried nicely. Gaul was a pretty soft trial and he went to the, got to the line very strongly. Uh, but look, I think Wolfgang is a is a good quality cult and I expect him to kind of show what he's what he's made of tomorrow. He should be should be winning this race if he's good as they've um, said he is. Punters might be howling, eh? One five, Wolfgang in the first. What about yeah. this <laughs> this one in race six? Yeah, I'd Humboldt, I'd be um, jumping on him now because I think it feels like everybody in the world is is um, tipping him at the moment. The uh, the one, I guess, question mark is the um, the track conditions tomorrow. They're forecasting quite a lot of rain. We've had just a few spots now. They're saying storms potentially later today and quite a lot of rain tomorrow. So I'd be interested to see how the track plays. And by race six, it could be rain affected. But, look, he really caught the eye second up, Humboldt. He was, uh, he was back and kind of switched around and between horses and got to the line really strongly when second behind Brandis Rule. It was a big eye-catcher. I think a lot of people would have black-booked him, including me. Um, look, he was obviously a very good quality horse in New Zealand. He raced in some good races. He's a group-class performer um, when he was back in New Zealand. And um, Michael Hickman, as we know, is a very accomplished trainer. Top panel on board, one of our premier jockeys, drawn beautifully in Barrier 7. But like I said, I think if you want to back him, get on him now because it feels to me like everybody in the world thinks he's going to win tomorrow. That's probably six, eight, wrong. <laughs> six eight Humboldt and Shane and Cassie Oxlade are going well. The you like theirs in the last? Yeah, look, I think he's, he represents OK value, and I think you'll. He's one where I think you actually might get better value than the uh, the four dollars or so that he's been quoted at the moment. Nasho, he's a um, he's a talented three year old. As you said, the stable 
um, going really well at the moment. Shane and Cassie Oxlade, extremely accomplished trainers. Um, you can always back their horses with a great deal of confidence. Stable jockey Justin Potter on board, barrier one. Look, he'll be up on the speed. I'm, I'm pretty certain from um, from that inside barrier. As long as Potsy can get him get him to jump, okay, he'll be he'll be there potentially leading. Doesn't look like a lot of a lot of apparent early speed in this race, so there's a chance he could get a relatively soft lead. And if he does, I think he'll take a huge amount of catching. He's a he's a nice quality horse, and this is obviously um, a step down from the uh, from his last start in that Rebel Raider final, where he uh, he finished midfield behind Walk Like an Angel. He's a nice horse, good stable, good jockey, um, and the uh, the pattern of the race is most likely to suit him. Thanks, Ben. Cheers, Steve. Have a good day. Ben Scadden, Morphville, 1-5 Wolfgang. Race 6, number 8, Humboldt. Believing maybe take the price today with Tab and 9-6, Nasho. So 9-6, Let's talk to Colin McNiff. Looking forward to Wednesday because we get to see the inevitable go around and the, the weight for age conquering. But let's focus on this Devonport program today. How are you, Colin? Yeah, very well, thanks, Steve. Uh, yeah, Golden Mile Day, it's always uh, one of the feature race meetings, and uh, they normally get a pretty good crowd along for uh, this Friday meeting uh, year in, year out. And can we start the card on a winning note? I think so, with General Assembly, who's second up, uh, Tongue Tie goes on. Erica Byrne Burke writes, she claims two today. Uh, uh, the apprentices uh, back with their metropolitan type allowances with a $50,000 race on, so two kilos off. I think race one, number one, General Assembly, second up, is a nice way to start the day. And then we go to the middle of the program for your next one. Yeah, Flying Billy. Look, it is a winner at this track. It's trained by Cameron Thompson, uh, race five, number four. It did open up $34, which I thought was well and truly over. So on an each-way basis, I think she's going to run a pretty good race here. It's not an overly strong field that she's up against. So race five, number four, Flying Billy each way. And hopefully this name is correct for your selection in race seven. Royal and Tough, race seven, number two. Very good galloper, trained on the track by Rowan Hamer. Impressive winner, first up from a spell in Launceston about four weeks ago, then ran second at its most recent start. Really classy galloper. Sharma's last two, who loves the track, will be hard to beat. Number one is the favourite. But I just think Royal and Tough might be a little too strong in the concluding stages, race seven, number two. Enjoy Golden Mile Day, Colin. Will do. Thanks, Stephen. Colin McNiff, let's go back to uh, the Get Set team and just find out, reiterate their selections. David Gately, he liked it Ballarat, 1-5, Sunset Dreaming, and Race 7-9, Zabilist as his value. So 1-5-7-9 in Randwick, it was 4-8 for him. Terra Mata, 4-8. Michael Maxworthy for Brisbane, it was 5-3, uh, Weigel Tiger. Race 8-3, standing order, and 9-17, hell of a barty. But in saying that, he also suggested uh, maybe an all-up. Race 1 in Brisbane, Carita, the 4, into that uh, Weagle Tiger, race 5-3. So 1-4-5-3, he suggested the all-up there. Nick Burney at Randwick, 4-8, Terramata, so the same special as David Gately. They're both keen. Uh, race 8-10 with your blessing, and a value one. Maybe one for exotics, 10-12, Dalalart. Ben Scadden, Moffatville, it was 1-5, Wolfgang. Race 6-8, Humboldt, 9-6, Nasho. And repeating Colin today, Golden Mile Day. Race 1-1, General Assembly, 5-4, Flying Billy, and 7-2, Royal and Tough.